This is War Room Moments, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and most relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. War Room Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board. Here's your host, Jason Miller. Hey, welcome to today's episode of War Room Moments. Thank you for being here today. Uh, my name is Jason Miller. I'm your podcast host. And today I have Debbie Starr with us today. Debbie, thank you for being here. Absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome. Well, hey, Debbie, the first thing I always like to do, because I'm horrible at introducing people. So um, what I always like to do is give an introduction of who you are, what you do, and what is your superpower? Okay. Well, I'm a little Southern gal in Southern Indiana. I've been in the in uh, the online space for several years. I'm also a professor. And um, my, uh, I guess a little uh, personal tidbit, I'm a mom, grandma, all that kind of stuff, love to garden, I make quilts. Uh, so that's kind of my creative recreational outlet. Uh, even from a kid, I was always interested in online business. So I think it was just uh, gradually as time went on, I got more and more interested with uh, helping people with online business. My passion is teaching. And in the online space, there's so much to learn. And entrepreneurs, especially starting out, really struggle with things. So for me, it's very exciting to help them figure out all of these moving pieces and help them figure out how to keep it simple and to get their business scaled. So that's just a little bit about me. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah. So jumping off of what you just said is talking about overcomplication, right? So it amongst living in a very angry world today, right? And, uh, you know, there's so many resources, right? And, and it's like, how do you know what resources are the best? And how do you navigate through all that complication of things, right? And I'm just kind of interested to hear your take on what you see in the market today and what, you know, not just the younger generation, but established businesses are going through when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. So we definitely are in a very crowded space, crowded with people, uh, but crowded with just stuff. You know, there's no end to knowledge. And especially with the COVID and everybody getting uh, online more, spending time, people feel like they're trying to drink from a fire hose. And um, it's true. We can learn, we can Google, we can watch YouTube videos. But the problem that I see is when people don't have a defined path, it's so easy to just keep getting knocked off. Well, I'm going to try doing this. Maybe they struggle with the tech. Then they try this. They struggle with that. And so what happens is they end up just on this merry-go-round and they never get anything done. Simple is better. I call it the Goldilocks principle. Not too much, not too little, but just enough to get the job done and put the blinders on. 
you know, so pick one thing, focus on that, move forward in your business. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the kiss method, right? Yep. Yep. You got (laughs) to keep it simple. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And I've, I mean, I've lived the, the kiss method pretty much my whole life when it comes to both sides of my life, when it comes to business and or personal, right? Um, because we do live in a, we lived, we live in such a world where we're just plugged into everything. And, yep. you know, I was joking with somebody the other day about how, uh, you know, I have a daughter that's three and hell, she knows how to use my iPhone better than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, so, you know, or just all the, we're just getting nailed from every direction as business owners, right? From LinkedIn or, you know, I mean, I probably have 200 messages sitting in my LinkedIn inbox right now. It's just, it's crazy the amount of inundation that we get. And how does a business owner, in your opinion, how do they navigate through that? Yes. So I, I've got a little analogy that I'll share with you. Um, first of all, I mean, they people need a little guidance so they, they at least know where to get started. But the analogy is being on the bus. So if you got on a bus to take a trip, uh, and let's say it's a two-day you know, trip, you're traveling along and the bus stops, people get off, they're milling around and you look and you think, well, this looks like an interesting city. Let me just hop off and spend my time here. That's fine. But you're never going to get to your end destination. So the message is pick your destination. What is it that you're trying to do in your business and pick one vehicle that's going to get you there. So like you said, most people have LinkedIn, they have Facebook, they might have YouTube, they have all of these different channels, but let's pick one channel and let's stay on the bus and let's get to the end destination for that. Then when it's time to scale, you can start looking at other uh, platforms and areas to grow your business. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a, that's a good piece of advice right there. So the pay attention, there's the nugget right there. Okay. Yeah. Um, Stay on that bus. It didn't lie where you want to go. Make it simple. Stay on the bus till the end. Don't be hopping off. Don't be trying 10 different things at one time. Yeah. Right. Shiny object syndrome. Yes, absolutely. I, and and we're all guilty of it. We've all done it, right? But but uh, it's it's about then pulling yourself back in and making sure that you get back on the bus quickly, right? Yes. So yes, yeah. And you know, from a, a business standpoint, because you're in the consulting world, right? And yes. you know, how are your clients handling today's environment right now? What, how do you see them handling it right now? Um, well, you know what? I think as a whole, people are very resilient. And mm-hmm. so when everything 
forced people, you know, when COVID and everything else forced people to go online, I think people started making the switch and they were doing pretty good. Now we're kind of back to a new um, direction, a new fork in the road. Okay, if I if I was serving people more face to face, do I go back to that? Do I do a blended? Do I just stay online? Um, so oh, overall, I think people have done a great job. But again, the market continues to be more and more flooded. So people just need to put the blinders on and stay focused on what they are trying to do. Quit looking at everybody else. Quit comparing yourself. You know, we've heard that expression, stay in your lane, right? Your swim lane, just jump in that lane, stay in that lane and quit looking at everything else. We have to shift, of course, as the market shifts and as the environment shifts, take advantage of new technology or technology, you know, like Zoom. Two years ago, nobody ever heard of Zoom. Now look at it. It's a it's a great tool. But uh, we just have to stay focused, keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. And I see it a lot. It's uh, like everybody wants to be like Mike type of mentality. Right? Yes. And, yeah. you know, if everybody has the same USP, that's why we get in a flooded market to begin with. Right. Yes. So absolutely. What, what can you, I mean, I don't necessarily really truly believe you can ever flood a market, really. Um, you can kind of saturate it, but. Um, there's too many people on the planet to ever truly like saturate something to the point where there is no more. Um, look how many ice cream people that create ice cream, right? I mean, yes. Yep. Absolutely. You can't really flood a market with ice cream. <laughs> Stupid analogy, but no, no, that's, that's true. We always have room for ice cream. Yeah, uh, that's right. Right. Yeah. But but, you know, it is how do you make yourself different in the marketplace? What is your unique selling proposition? And, you know, stop comparing yourself to other people, right? Yeah. Well, we do this better than they do that. The, you, a client doesn't care. And I always tell, I, I like to tell young entrepreneurs this, and that is, or they that all hear people say, well, uh, my client doesn't respect me. Great. You're there to provide a service, not for them to respect you, right? It's the whiff them. What's in it for me, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Well, they don't care about me. Great. They don't care about you. Just provide the value that you you signed them up to do. And then if they continue to see the value that you provide, you'll build that relationship and respect will come right? Um, with it. Respect isn't instant. It's not, it's, it's earned. And I think we forget that. Well, I don't forget it, but I think people, you know, younger generations, they've, they're, they're so used to all the instant gratification and certain things like that, that it's like, all this is a given. I'm not saying it's good or bad. Um, but it, it just is what it is. And, you have to be able to deal with it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. For sure. That that it's interesting because um, I I have a, a group program that I run teaching people how to scale to 20k months, and one of the segments is what I call the Wow, delivering the Wow, mm. and. Just going back to your uh, ice cream uh, scenario there, you could have two ice cream stores next door to each other, but which one would you prefer to go to if when you walked in one, they were right there to greet you and they had a little mini cup for you to taste right away? You didn't even have to ask for it. Well, you would love going into that one where the other one you know, you could still get a sample, but you'd have to ask for it. Maybe there's a line of people. So right off the start, you can see how one is offering that wow service. And when you give that to your clients, they're going to love you. They're going to respect you because they're going to recognize, wow, this has something of value for me. And this is going to help me in my business. So that's what I tell people all the time. What can you do to deliver the wow to your clients? Yeah. yeah. And that's a takeaway. That's a takeaway right there. Give the wow. What's the wow? What, yeah. what makes you somebody walk in your door and go, oh, holy crap. That's cool. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, like advertising agencies. Oh my God, they popped up everywhere. Right. So they're all over the place. It was like the, well, it's been years now, but probably three years, three, four years ago, everybody decided to start a marketing agency. And it, you know, you quickly could see how it was degrading the marketplace, right. In a pretty big way. And you know, I call it the charlatan syndrome, <laughs> right? Because the market's full of it. It's full of, you know, people that, uh, without saying the some of the biggest consulting firms' names, um, you know, how they operate is very different from most of us that are working really hard with clients, Right on the one-on-one type basis and helping them through problems and all that stuff where a lot of the big firms, they might've just hired somebody that was working at McDonald's yesterday, threw them in a suit and sent them with a 35 page checklist. Yeah. Right. Yep. Definitely. So, so, you know, we have to be very careful in today's marketplace of who we choose to interact with and then who we choose to trust. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Because it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. I I hear you on that one. That's for sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But anyway, so kind of segueing into the second part of this is I always like to ask, um, you know, what's a business struggle that you could help the audience with um, that if you could go back to your younger self and go, hey, you're going to do this. <laughs> this, is the, this is You could do this to overcome that um, because we want to share these struggles with the younger uh, generation of CEOs that's coming up. Um, uh, that way, they don't have to take the same arrows we did. So yeah. if, if you could choose something to share with a young CEO, 
what would that be? It would be identifying what I call the bleeding neck problem of your potential client or lead. So um, I'm all about systems and, uh, you know, having this well-oiled machine. And when I first got into business, I was trying to sell systems. Well, people don't even understand what a system is, let alone they don't want to buy it. Their bleeding neck problem was they didn't have any leads. How do they get leads? So when I talk about a bleeding neck problem, it's that core problem that your person is struggling with that, you know, they stay awake at night. They're worried that they have to go back and get that J-O-B or, you know, their spouse is nagging them, all of those kinds of things. And as entrepreneurs, we try to overcomplicate. We try to dress things up, They, you know, and we might, because we're the expert, know that, okay, their problem really isn't leads, getting leads. Their problem really is this, but the lead is not going to go for that. They want that bleeding neck problem. They want the solution. So they stop bleeding. And uh, this is the biggest mistake most entrepreneurs make. They spend all this time trying to sell to a problem that their client is not concerned about. We know what the root cause is, but our client is not concerned about that. So we just have to go up a level basically and go for the bleeding neck problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. Um, uh, It's apparent most of the time that most small businesses, you know, they're not necessarily focusing on what the true root cause is. Um, and it's uh, it, it's probably why it is such a high number of failure of, yeah. of small business. Yeah. But, you know, there's lots of resources for people to, you know, reach out to and talk to like you and us. And um, But there again, one must be very cautious about yeah who you decide to entrust with your business too. So, right. um, uh, for sure. Well, you know, I hope there was something taken out of that when it comes to what, knowing what to focus on versus what you think sometimes to focus on are two very different things. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, well, good. Um, as, as we kind of wrap kind of like to ask this question, um, and it's if you could pick somebody to be on the show to, with us today, dead or alive, friend, mentor, whatever the case may be, who would that be? And what question would you ask them? So this, this is an interesting question. And I could mention a lot of different people. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus is number one. But as far as a business mentor, Steve Jobs mm-hmm. uh, had very, very interesting perspective on understanding. We've talked about that wow experience. He really understood what it meant to deliver a wow experience, even from opening, if you've ever bought any kind of an Apple product, even from opening the box. Um, And, you know, you read any of the information about him, he's, you know, he spent years and, you know, probably millions of dollars into 
everything that went into a product to deliver the wow experience. So it would be interesting for me to tap into, you know, just a little nugget uh, of that mind of how can you get so granular into designing a product like that, that everybody just falls in love with. It, it would be definitely an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. I've always wondered if he like woke up one morning and went and like looked at a, looked at a, uh, an old like uh, Walkman radio. Right. And went, how do I get all those songs and something this big? Hmm. Absolutely. And then he yeah. went to, he, he went to work and he goes, Hey, all of you are going to be locked in a room until you figure this yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think that's what he did. Yes, for sure. So he, he was a genius in identifying a gap in the market mm-hmm. and identifying that bleeding neck problem that people right. had. It wasn't just how can I get more songs, but how can I get how can I have something that's easy to use, that's easy to carry? And, and, you know, we could go on and on analyzing it, but definitely uh, lots of nuggets in that one. For sure. I would love to see Alexander Graham Bell and Steve Jobs sitting in heaven, having a conversation about the phone. Yes. Wouldn't that be interesting? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That would really be Uh, that would be very fascinating Mm -hmm. for sure so anyway well hey uh thanks for being here debbie how do people get a hold of you to uh work with your genius if they want to reach out to me they can go to my website which is starconsulting.net and star has two r's in it or they can just send me an email deb at starconsulting.net and i'd love to have a chat especially the younger entrepreneurs that are just trying to figure out how to do all this, connect all the dots, reach out, and we can have a quick chat. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, Debbie, thanks for taking the time to be here. Um, I'm sure you're like all of us, busy, and to allocate the time to be here today means something to me and my team, um, and to be able to share your story, your struggles, your your knowledge today um, is you know, not everybody's willing to do that. So thank you for doing that. And thank you for being here. Absolutely. I loved it. Thanks so much. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you for tuning in today to War Room Moments. And remember, dream it, believe it, and achieve it. It's your podcast host, Jason Miller, signing off. Thanks for listening to War Room Moments with your host, Jason Miller. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.